Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Off The Mark podcast. I am Josh, your host, and today uh, we've got a few of the guys here. So, Hugh, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, mate. Cam, how are you doing? I'm good, mate. We've also got Sam. Sam, how are you? I am good, are you? I'm not too bad, mate. And last but, last but not least, we've got a very, very special guest. We've got Burnley midfielder, Mr. Ashley Westwood. Ashley, how are you? How are you, mate? You're right. Yeah, not doing too, not too bad, thank you. Uh, so yeah, we just invited Ashley onto the podcast today. We're just gonna, you know, have a chat about his career, you know, Burnley, and then his, you know, his pre, you know, his um his clubs before that. So it's gonna be good. But um, so yeah, you've just had your two hundred and fiftieth appearance, Ash, uh, in the Premier League. So congratulations to that. How have you? How's your? How's your season going so far? Would you say with Burnley? Thank you, mate. Yeah, it was a, a tough start. Obviously, we we had a few injuries, so we we. Didn't start the way we wanted, but we've got back on track now. Obviously, the last last few games we've picked up and looks like we're just about going to get it over the line, which is the, the most important thing for our football club. Yeah, definitely. I'm yeah. very confident you will. But uh, we'll, we'll go. We'll sort of go back to the start of your career. And um, so, obviously, you've been playing football most of your life, I'm guessing. But what, what sort, of, sort of age did you start, you know, uh, like taking an interest in football? The day I was born, 18 months, I was volleying a ball and then... Really? I, signed for, I was it. Yeah, I was it. Me, my dad's the electrician at Crew, so. Oh right, okay. So that's how. So is that how you got into? That's the connection. Yeah, obviously, local lad. So I was, I was at Crew at the age of six, and then, all the way up, I sort of I got to the age of like 13, 14, and I thought, I don't know if I wanted to do it anymore. Really? Nearly, nearly chucked it in. Yeah, I was, I was too busy. I wanted to play out with the mates and that, and then so, my mum and dad sat me down and talk through all that and said I've got a real chance of making it so that's when it that's when it sort of everything just clicked into place and thankfully I went on to have a not a bad career yeah no it's been it's been a great career so that that's, that sounds good that your parents sort of being that the you know the driving force behind your your career but I, that was sort of going to be sort of my next question is there any was there any other um sports that you played maybe at school or that you were that you were good at because you know a lot of I know a lot of footballers are um are good in other sports so was there anything else that you had a like an interest in when you were at school I was always into like tennis, golf. Was, my dad's a my dad's a keen golfer, so I was always a big fan of golf. But yeah, it's I'm I'm not bad, not bad. Usually, you, like you said, you find footballers have an eye for for all sports. So luckily, I got that gene as well. That sounds good. That sounds good. Um, but what, what about um, if you know completely? Like, I'm offended if rugby wasn't mentioned. Yeah, Sam's. <laughs> yeah. We, we can't talk about rugby, that sport. We are we aren't the biggest fans of rugby. The rest of us. But, um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so what, what about like not, you know, in the sport world, is there any, is there any jobs, you know, like your subjects at school that you could have maybe done aside football if you never, if you never got to make it, was there any other, any other opportunities there? I was, yeah, I sort of, when you grow older, you sort of regret not doing so well at school. I was one of them always, I wasn't messing around, but you didn't, didn't take school seriously. And that's, that's the one regret I have got. I should have done a lot better at school. I, I had to go to the youth team at Crew, and I was in like the. I had to take an extra class to to pass my mask. I didn't pass that at school, which I've doing the homework with the little man over lockdown. I, I feel like I should have done a lot better at school. All right, okay, no, that's. that's... I, I I can agree with that as well. <laughs> when did you realise that like you were actually good at football, like, and you thought you could actually properly make it? Uh, obviously at six, I was I was decent at the age of six, but then it got to obviously when me. I said before when I was going out with my mates, thinking I was I didn't want to play. I was too busy messing around with the mates on the streets and that. But my mum and dad, like I said, they sat me down. It must have been the age of like 14, 15. That's when it clicked that I've had a real chance of making it. So yeah, around 14, 15 was was the age of when I thought, yeah, I've got a chance of making it here. 
Yeah, I'm sure when you you know when you hear it from another person that you that you know you can make it. It's you know it's it's not just about how good you're, you you think you are yourself. It's about you know other people's opinion. But um, you said that you were. Got a, crew. a question. I'll go on, Sam. I was wondering, is there any other positions you wanted to play when you were younger? Have you always uh, thought I'd be a midfielder? When I broke into Crew's team, I was playing left back. Oh really? Yeah, sure. obviously I was I never knew quite that. small, quite small and slight, so I didn't. They didn't want to throw me in the middle of midfield. Obviously, League Two, it's, it can be quite a bit rough. So they kept me left back. I was, and then I, I did very well. I quite enjoyed it. I moved to right back. So yeah, it's, it's the, there's other positions that I could play, but I think midfield suits me the best. Yeah, uh, that yeah. was sort of going to be one of my other questions about you know playing in midfield. Is there any is there any sort of plays that you were, you know that you grew up you know idolizing or any plays that you tried to you know, like replicate yourself on the pitch? You know, I've seen I've seen comparisons to like Michael Carrick and stuff online and stuff, and I thought I was good. So is there any? So any other players that you maybe compare yourself to? The main one was growing up was Paul Scholes. Obviously, he was a big United fan, so like, like always, always followed United. So like I said, it's the growing up the in the nineties was Paul Scholes was my hero. So I wanted to be like him, but didn't turn out to be quite as good as him. But like, <laughs> yeah, Cam, you're even better. You're, you're even better. Yeah, than Cam, Scholes. you hear that? United, <laughs> United fan, Cam. United fan, Cam. Yeah, yeah like, a few, few of the United fans, but uh, Cam's a, a City fan, unfortunately. He's a lone city fan. So we've we've sort of been idolising, you know, skulls since we've been we've been young as well. But um, so you're talking about crew being your, your local team. Is that is that the team you grew up supporting as a you know as a fan or was it another team? Yeah, obviously crew was the local local town, so we supported. My dad had a lot to do with crew. My brother played for crew in the academy and that. So crew's been a big part of the life. But and then my second team was obviously United. But yeah, crew's. Oh the, right, okay, okay, that's good. Crew's crew and United have been the, the main ones. The the big. Big forefront of my life. So it's did, yeah. Did you get to go to like many games when you were younger, or you know, you know, or maybe you're too busy with your football? Did you? Were you? Do you like going to the games and stuff? Yeah, I was at every every game. Crew used to have like the old paddock. Oh, really? Yeah, I used to sit sit on the terraces watching Crew and went to watch there when they were in the. I think it was the playoffs in 1997. We went to all them as well. So yeah, wow. it's been a big part of my life. That must be amazing growing up to you know play for play for Crew and stuff. You know, being a being such a massive fan of when you uh, when you're younger, but um, so yeah. But speaking of you know getting scouted by crew, how did that happen? We just we just playing for a, a Sunday league team or something or a local team and just oh. No, I never. I've never played for a. That's another great. But never playing for like a Sunday league. Never played with my mates. Never played really school football. Really? Was, yeah. It's the obviously the little man was a sort of. That's why I like him to play now with his local team and he's. He's enjoyed it with his schoolmates. I never had that, but that, that's part of the sacrifice you have to you have to do to to make it to the top. And thankfully for me, it paid off. Yeah, I was just going to ask you about you know making it to the top. Have you got any? Have you got any advice for sort of you know young footballers? Or is there any is there any advice that you've been being given by a specific you know manager or coach or that that's you know stuck with you over the years? Is there anything that you'd recommend? Or it's just uh, just have a lot of respect for the for the older pros and and the, and the coaches who've. Who a coach, I think respects a, a lot of it, even in even in life, having that respect to to other people. And like I said, it's it, it gets you a long way. I always said, I think the attitude to, the attitude of football is seventy five percent of it. If you've got that that right attitude, then you've got, like I said, you've got a chance of, of of making it in the game. Yeah, brilliant. Have you guys you guys got any more questions about you know sort of sort of early career or you know an academy player or? I'm good. Okay, really, I, 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 I've got a bit of a, a question. You said you're a United fan as well growing up, right? 
I just wanted to know what, what was that? Fi- like, did you? I'm assuming you watched the 1999 final in Munich. It was, it was in Barcelona, but it was against Bayern. Yeah, come on. Oh yeah, yeah, my bad. But what 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 was it like? Like when that goal went in? Like what was it like watching it live? Because obviously we're we're quite young. We didn't watch it live. We just know the story about it. Yeah. So I was sat in me sat in the mum's front room and literally sat there. On I remember sat on the floor. And then it was like, it's just all doom and gloom. And we had a, I think it was the, uh, the corner, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. best corner. Beck mm. swung the corner in. And then obviously it's, we scored one and then jumped up cheering. Sounds and then we're like, right, that's, that's it. It's going to go to extra time now. But they look, they look flat on the feet. And all of a sudden they had another corner. Beck swung another one in. And that was it. It was just cushions getting thrown across the room. And I think, yeah. I, think I was even crying. Really? Sounds yeah, brilliant. Shed a tear. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, no, that you still can't win a domestic quadruple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you'll never forget about that, can't you? Will you can? But, um, but yeah, no, so it, yeah, it sounds amazing. I mean, obviously, we, we were too young for that. You know, we weren't even born then, but, you know, obviously, it's, you know, that's made me feel old. Yeah, yeah, historical <laughs> moment, but you know, I, I don't think anything like that's going to happen any, in the next few years with the way that United are no. going. But, um, Stoke City don't do it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But um, anyway, yeah. So speaking about um, you know, you know, your, your current time, you've you played you played at all levels of English football, haven't you? Competitive, you know, League One, League Two, Championship, and Premier League. You know, um, so I was wondering, you know, obviously apart from the quality, you know, between the, the Premier League and the you know lower leagues, is there any other differences in the you know the the mentality or the way you you work or the way you train or anything? Or is there you know? Uh, it's just yeah, it's the the professionalism of the of the players at the top, it's unbelievable the, the dedication they have, the the hours they put in, the, the way they spend their lives away from the football. And then like you said, it's the it's the way the way the lads the, the lads at the top, the the top boys, their bodies are phenomenal. They're, they're machines. They've yeah. got like the the big boys are incredible. So I've not quite got to that level. I don't think I ever will now, but that that's that's the big difference, the way the way the the way the big boys are, are built. The they're, they're unbelievable. That's that's why you can't get can't get near a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. Ronaldo, doesn't, Ronaldo doesn't even have like Fanta, Coke, stuff like that. Yeah, no, you get done as it. You have to live your life like a. It's, it's mad. I'm I'm not quite as good for that. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So a lot of people think that the um you know uh, the championships like you know the most physical league in the world. Having having played in the in the championship, would you agree with that? I mean, I know you didn't play many games there because obviously it was at Villa, wasn't it? And then yeah. you, you went to Burnley, but what what do you think about you know the championship being like the you know the toughest league in the world because you know it's obviously forty six games, isn't it? So yeah, it's yeah, it's hard to say. Obviously, I was I know from from League Two, it was we were like 40, 50 games a season, obviously with a couple of the cup games. But I think it's more relentless. You've got the obviously Saturday, Tuesday. The, this year, the Prem's the Prem's had a bit of that. That's just week after week. It's non-stop two two games a week. So. It, I think that side of it is tough, but the Premier League, the the games are. It's you have to the, the amount we have to run. Obviously, chasing the ball, the likes of yeah. City. I don't like to say it. <laughs> City, City are the the best team ever played by far. They're, they're they're unbelievable the way they keep the ball and they just grind you down. And before you know it, you've ran 13 k a game. It's it's non-stop. So that 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 demand of the Premier League is is really tough. It's it's just the way the way you have to work the. The yards you have to put in, it's it, that's that's a big difference. Yeah, we, we were, that was going to be one of my next questions. You know, you just said that City are the best 
the team you played against. But um, is there any players that you played against that you know stand out or just being like you all, know, all played guys? with as well? Yeah, all played with. Yeah, is there any, is there any players with, that stand yeah. out for you? And me, City Legend. <laughs> ben me. Stephen Ireland as well. <laughs> Stephen Ireland, yeah. Against is the uh, David Silver. He's a joke. He's he's one of them that's small. He's not quick. He's got one foot, but you still can't get near him. That's how that's how good he was. Like I said, it's he's been a big miss. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, he's just phenomenal. He's been a. I'm glad he's I'm glad to see the back of him. Yeah, <laughs> but like you said, you got Phil Foden coming through now, so it doesn't get any easier. Yeah, it's just it's just a joke. What you know, yeah, them yeah. Two, and Foden's just yeah. gonna, you know, he could he could get even better. If, I mean, even if he reach, reaches half the play that Silver becomes, it's gonna be it's gonna be incredible. But um, as United fans, uh, we were, you know, uh, especially Hugh, he loves like Paul Pogba. So we we're wondering what what you thought of like Paul Pogba playing against him because he's he's another player that a lot of uh, footballers mention about you know playing. I've said it to a lot of the United fans who are, who are me. I said Paul Pogba's the a massive part of that team, and he gets a bit of unfair criticism. It's yeah. he's 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 a special player. He does think I think with him being injured recently is I think Showcase. he started started to realise how good, how important he is to that team. So yeah, he's for me he's a he's a great player, and like I said, he's, he seems a, he seems a great lad as well. Whenever we played against him, so he ticks all the right boxes. Yeah, what what about players you played with in your career? You, you know, you've been a, you, you've you've had many years at the top. So, is there any is there any one player that I mean, I, I know you can't limit it to what I'm sure, but is there any one player that, you know stands out to you as being you know the best that you played with? Or yeah, it's hard. I I always say it. There's a young lad who who come through at, at Crews, Nick Powell. I think he's, oh, he's, at, he's at Stoke now. He went to United. He was yeah. He was uh, he was unbelievable. Some of the things he could do. He was he was the first one I've seen wobble a ball. Remember the old when the first wobbler come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the first one to do it. I was like, wow. But then, like I said, you got Jack Grealish, who was another special talent. And then there's Dwight McNeil. And then there's yeah, another young kid. He's a baller. Yeah, we all love Dwight McNeil. Oh, he's got a screaming in the Oh, he's got a one with a left foot, McNeil. I don't like to yeah. say it, though. I don't like to tell him. No, <laughs> yeah, you like you like yeah. it when he, when he gets the you know affection yeah. of the game, you know. Don't him. don't, yeah. don't worry, it's our secret. We won't tell him. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's another young there's another young kid as well at, at Burnley, uh, Lewis Richardson. He's if he keeps his feet on the ground, he'll be a he'll be a special player. So look out for him. Yeah, that was going to be that was going to be one of my next questions. Just about you know is you know being at Burnley, is there any you know players in the academy? So we'll we'll definitely look out for him. You know, yeah, look out for him. He's if he becomes big, be then we'll make sure we'll make sure you get all the credit. Yeah. Um, so we you know we're speaking about the you know the best players, but um, so in, in this current Burnley team, if you could sign one player, you know, if you were the manager or you know the the director of football or whatever, and you could sign one player. You know, hundred million pound budget. Apart from like Messi and Ronaldo, because you know that's the boring answer. So, which player do you think would would be best to improve Burnley's team? He's got to be able to drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, hundred million. I'd go at the minute. You can't sign Ronaldo and Messi. Yeah, I'd go Jack Grealish. Would you? Yeah, at the minute. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's, I, he's been phenomenal. Wow. He's, he's, he's shown that he's shown now. Villa are doing now. He's obviously they've, they've missed him massively. But yeah, right this minute, I'd go Jack Grealish. Not not even Haaland or nah. Phil we've or, got we've got uh, Ashley Barnes. We've got yeah, Ashley, Ashley Barnes. You can't replace yeah, him. I can't replace him, mate. You know, you can't you can't get Ramos or anything. You got Ben Mee back there. You, you, yeah, so I yeah. take Tarky and Ben Mee over Ramos any day. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I think, yeah, no, Grealish would be, a, yeah, he'd be, he'd be brilliant, you know, but, you know, him and McNeil battling out for that left-hand side, it'd be a, it'd be a great, uh, it'd be a great competition. But, um, I mean, we can't, we can't, we can't talk to a Burnley footballer without talking about Sean Dyche. What, you know, he's a, he's an unbelievable man. Every, I think every single person in this country just loves Dyche. him. Yeah, everyone Dyche just, is furious. just worship him, just, you know, <laughs> so what's it like seeing him, seeing him day to day and just, you know, seeing him, every, is he, is he the same, has he got this, you know, brilliant charisma that he has? On cameras, yeah, he's the same. Yeah, he's brilliant. He's typical, typical British old school manager. He's he's great around the place. He's great with the lads. If you need anything, you can you can go to him straight away. So yeah, he's and the way he plays, he gets a bit of stick, but it, it keeps you in the Premier League at the end of the day. But we've like yeah. I said, I think we've against Everton, we've shown we can play football. We don't. Mm. We're sort of tired with the with that brush now of the old the old Stoke tag. So, but now we can we can mix it if we want. And like I said, he gets you. He gets you working hard and you don't want to cross his path, put it that way. Yeah, that's the thing. Like we, you know, as United fans, we see you you've done us over loads at Old Trafford over the last few years. I remember that the two all a few years ago. Sol, Sol- yeah, first, and Sol- Solskjaer's first like Burnley was a team that ended his unbeaten run and for uh, his like winning streak, I'm pretty sure. So you know, we we've we've seen plenty of what Burnley can do over the last few years. So yeah, I definitely know what you mean. What about. was it like to make United fans walk out the stadium? It was unbelievable. I've obviously for Villa, I've scored a free kick as well at the Stretford end. So that was, yeah, I, yeah, I know. I remember, I remember reading about that. Yeah, so yeah, uh, the missus goes mad. I bore her to death every night talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was just about to ask you about that. Uh, you know, the free kick and other other great moments in Ukraine. Obviously, you've scored, you've scored twice from you know corners, which is you know one time's unheard of. So you know, I, I don't think any other players ever scored twice from a corner. Uh, no, one Premier was with the wind, so, though. One was when it was windy. All right. Okay. So, what? Uh, calm down. So, the question, uh, the question is: Did you did, did you mean both of them? The the Liverpool one. Yeah, I saw. We aim for an area, so it's sort of like you do. Like zone the marking, but for like the ball. Yeah, and on a Friday, me and Dwight will like. So obviously, Dwight will take one the other side. I'll be this side, and we'll just swing it in. We have to hit the goal without a bounce. So we do that most Fridays. So we do aim for it. It's just. Not very often it that, goes that, in. That Liverpool one was right at the back post, wasn't it? So I was thinking yeah. definitely could that definitely could have been you know worked on, but it was uh, so, yeah. but yeah. So I was just trying to like get on to you know like the best like moments in your career. Is there, is there any other is there any other moments that stand out in your you know your long career? Is any any of that because you know you won the Player of the Year obviously, but at Burnley, yeah, uh, there's been so many. I've been I've, I've been lucky. Obviously, the uh, from Crew making your debut debut at Crew, and then obviously we got promoted. That was a special feeling, winning at Wembley. Then moving to Villa, first game in the Premier League, and then my first home game was against Man U. I was stood in the tunnel. You've got Scholes, Rooney, Carrick, Giggs. They had everyone. So that was, I was like pinching myself in the tunnel. Yeah. Then we had the FA, FA Cup semi-final. It was a special moment for us. That was it in goes 2013, on. wasn't it? Pardon, mate? Wasn't it in like 2013? So you got yeah, like Ben, yeah. ben Tepe, Bonglehor. Yeah, like we, had a, we had a good team. We had a very good team. Tom Cleverley was there. Fabian Delph. Delph. Paul Brighton. <laughs> Delph. Absolute legend. <laughs> I love that man. <laughs> but now, you know, yeah, you, it sounds like you have you, there's so many, so many memorable yeah. moments. But I've been very lucky. Been very lucky. What about, so I was just about, I was talking about, um, <laughs> you were talking about Old Trafford and how good that was. Is there any other stadiums that you've, that you've visited, you know, that you've been, that stood out to, you know, the atmosphere or? Obviously the Etihad. <laughs> the, the, the empty ad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, the, the old trap is the one for me. It's yeah. when you come out and you hear the 
yeah, the Stone Roses blasting. It's yeah, it's special. But then you've got the uh, Liverpool's a good one. Liverpool's very good. Yeah, when they're it's when they're at it. Five minutes though. I'm still waiting to it, hear it the usually is when we're there. <laughs> well, Newcastle's a good one as well. St James's Park. Oh, they've got they've got brilliant fans, haven't they? Yeah, really high though. Yeah, so you yeah, walk out the something... tunnel, walk out the tunnel, and then you've got the big stand left. Then behind the goal, and you look up, it just keeps going forever. So that's yeah, that's a good stadium. What about the uh, what about the European nights that you've you've had? You know, obviously the European the uh, Europa League qualifiers, didn't you? A few seasons ago at Burnley, you played some uh, you played some you know games abroad. So how were they compared to the English games? Uh, yeah, we had a we had a tough draw as well. We had Aberdeen, which was unbelievable. That was good. Obviously, we wanted to go a bit further than Aberdeen. Mm. First one come out of Scotland, and then we went to Olympiacos. Was mad. That's Greece. That, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that was. So we we come out to like we, we get there, check the pitch, and they've got like five thousand fans behind the goal booing us. <laughs> like this is like two hours before the kickoff. Really? So that, yeah, Foreign that was fans are crazy. That was mad, and then. We had like he got behind the goal. There's a guy stood on like a railing, not even watching the game, just on a tannoy banging drums. So that was yeah. I think that's one of the best best atmospheres I've I've been in. Yeah, and then was it Istanbul as well? Istanbul was that one of the other games? I think. Yeah, and they were like I think they were a new team, so we went there, new stadium. There was like hardly any fans there, so that was a bit disappointing. But no, nah, so they, they still had some. Obviously, they're still a good team now. They've been in the Champions League, so. Yeah, we know we, we know a lot about that because they yeah. they beat us uh, earlier in the season. So, uh, so yeah, bar, the absolute legend, breaking hard. I know they've got they got a decent squad going now, haven't they? But I don't think they're having a brilliant season now. Yeah, but, they're seventeenth uh, or something like that. Yeah, is that so, where they are? Yeah, yeah. they they had a massive decline. So we we must have just been an easy team for them to play. So, um, so yeah, but I mean, so many yeah, so many great you know memories there, but. Um, so you, we talked about your career and how you know how long it's been, but after your career, I'm I'm, I'm sure you might not be thinking about that. You know, you got plenty more in you, I'm sure. But would you, if you, would you ever consider going into management, maybe after your retirement or coaching role? I, or? I don't know. I keep, I keep. Obviously, as you say, as a, you want to, you want to be involved in football, but it's a tough one. It's since the age of six, it's ran my life. I've not been able to do anything, not been able to go where I want. It's always set to a certain time, so it's. It's hard to say. I would like to be involved in it some way. Maybe go around. Uh, scouting would be the perfect job. Go around doing the odd bit of scouting for a club. Have the weekends. Weekends, go and watch football and you have the midweek off. So that, yeah, I think I would like to be involved in it some way, but not too involved. The manager's role, it's, it's non-stop. Maybe yeah. Pep can get you a yeah. job. It'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got you got your son as well, haven't you? So you're always in that, you know. You're always in that while he, uh, you know, becomes. A... Obviously, you need to do a bit of time to yourself, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Like you said, it's it does run your life since the age of six. So a little bit of a break, but I'd, I'd probably miss it having a year off. Yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure there will always be a, you know, an offer for you. So, Couldn't to, stay with the missus for that long to get back in. <laughs> <laughs> She's um, human here. <laughs> so um so we've talked about you know the footballing world and um we were mentioned earlier about the uh, the Premier League season you know the tight of the tighter game schedule because of covid and stuff how's how's the the pandemic been for you as a footballer you know not having any fans in the stadium you know you know co- I'm sure you know covid tests every week you know all, all that stuff so how's it how's it going 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 to the Etihad must be the same <laughs> oh, you're getting rinsed there, Cam. But yeah, how, how's, it, how's it been? You know, not having the not having the turf more faithful behind your back. 
every game. It's yeah, it's affected us. Obviously, our home form hasn't been as good as as what it usually is, and I think that's that's played a massive part. But going to the games, it's yeah, it's tough. It's tough to get motivated for, but it's it's become the norm now. Obviously, the first lockdown was was very strange. We had to we didn't know when we were going to go back, so we we didn't stop. We were constantly constantly on the treadmills and that at home and doing runs in the park like like, like when you were back kids. So it's well, it's become the norm now, and hopefully it's we're, we're sort of getting there now. Next season looks like the fans are going to be back, which is it'll be a big boost for the whole country. Yeah, it's going to be massive as well for a, for a team like Burnley, who just you know a brilliant a brilliant. Be in Liverpool, be in Liverpool as well. Yeah, only on that breaking breaking that Anfield record. You know, it must have been amazing. Yeah, it was. We we said it from the we did we we go there with like I said I think the last season we broke there on bit of the the one where they hadn't won they hadn't lost for they hadn't dropped any points and then obviously we rocked up the I think we got a point there. And then going there this year and obviously beating them, it was it was a special feeling in the change room at the end of the game, put it that way. Yeah, no, it must have been it must have been amazing. We loved it as you know, United fans seeing that Liverpool <laughs> that, that run end, but um but yes, speaking of the Premier League season, we thought we'd, you know, give you know, we thought we'd do you know a few predictions maybe about you know a few of the competitions. So um so who, who do you think is going to win the champ? Who do you think is going to win the Champions League this season? Is there any? <laughs> <laughs> Can't say it, mate. <laughs> no, but I hope that I, yeah, for football, I hope I do hope City. I hope City win it. I hope they do the. Uh, it'd be unbelievable if they did the quadruple. So yeah, I'd go for. We've got a great chance. It's either City or Bayern Munich. Yeah, and then I'm, I'm guessing Europa League for United as well. Uh, for, sorry, United for the Europa League as well. Um, yeah. You know, Good, good draw against Granada. So hopefully we can, you know. Some good uh, teams in that though. Yeah. So uh, what about the Euros? What do you think of England's chance at the Euros coming up this summer? Massive chance. This is the probably one of the best chances we we will have. Obviously the Belgium looks strong. But I think Harry Maguire is a leader at the back. <laughs> and now we've got Phil Foden. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I know, there's some, there's some, yeah. There's uh, going forward. We look, we look unbelievable. So we've got a great chance. Yeah, we've got so many, so many attacking options. You know, you know, you know, you know all, all the different uh, positions. And I think, I think Southgate's spoiled for choice. Really, the thing is, with England, the the old like in the last latest competitions, the issue was always a left back. We didn't have a a left back, but now we've got you know Shaw's always had a great season and a couple others. Chilwell well, as well. well yeah, Chilwell, so, yeah, in. yeah, definitely. If you spoiled for choice. That, yeah, exactly. So because at the, at the World Cup, we had Ashley Younger. Let's face it, he was, he was, he was. He was it wasn't in his best. He's all right. Them, them he was all right. Yeah, he so. was all right, but he, he was coming to the end of it, I think. Yeah, but but now, now how's it been growing up as a, how's it been growing up as an England fan over the years? You know, there's been so you know the golden generation teams. You know, so many great teams. You know, we haven't had much much success. But is there any is there any ink tournaments that stand out to you as a as an England fan? The uh, Euro '96. Obviously, you I think you boys were born then. Oh, that was when uh, that was when but, Southgate missed the penalty, wasn't it? Yeah, and I yeah. was there. So it was my old man. Oh, really? Me, yeah, me, my dad, my brother, and and I went went to every game of the Euro '96. I remember it now. Southgate missing the penalty. I was me, my dad, and my brother were crying in the stands. Really? But the one that sticks in my mind was the Gaza goal when he he got it. He flicked it over. Oh, it was that against Scotland. Yeah, the celebration yeah. as well. Oh, yeah, the dentist chair. Yeah, that was. Yeah. that's one of the best moments in football. It's. And to be there and be part of it was it was some feeling. Yeah, that must have been that must have been incredible. Hopefully, we can have some kind of uh, some you know memories like that this year. But 
Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna be an interesting tournament. But we don't we don't we don't want another Beckham kicking Simeone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, we've talked we've talked about football for a while, so we'll uh, you know, we've got some you know got we got some fun questions, you know, not related to football. So um, you know Is this alright but in with Mark with my diet questions? Yeah, you go on, go for it, Sam. So if it, it well, have you got any like pre match or post match meals that you do? Uh, pretty much it depends what time it's like so uh if it's a three o'clock kickoff i'll have i'll wake up have some porridge in the morning about eight half eight eight o'clock and then i'll have maybe poached egg on toast or nice at the minute i've been going the uh oldly edge village calf and i've been having like a cheese and bacon toasty which is Ooh, that's evil. Yeah, yeah. That sounds really <laughs> good. That our nutritionist will be going mad at this. So, <laughs> all right, we'll try, we'll try make sure. It yeah, I've got. I have. I've got a little. I'm a bit. Yeah, I, I don't like to eat too much before a game. Whereas some of the lads like like carb up and that they have like pasta, chicken, the usual stuff. But I can't. Yeah, I I don't like to carb up either. I'm a bit. Yeah, I can't. I'm a bit like you. I don't. I don't I eat in like the morning. I can't. Yeah, I can't. Can't run if I have too much to eat. But night before, I'll I'll have a big meal. But I don't like to eat too much before a game. Yeah. What, about, what about just before the game? You got any? Um, you got any like superstitions? Like you know, when you're in the dressing room? Because I've heard you know people putting one of their boots on first all the time, or um, you know, you know, Pogba's Pogba's only got like one one sleeve now. You know, all these different superstitions. So, is there anything that you do before a match that you know you do every single time? Yeah. So mine is I've got like a I've got my kids on my shin pads. So I've got my little lad on my right one and my little girl on my left, and I always put my right shin pad on first. I don't know why. I think it's just habits of. Is he because right he was born first, maybe, or? Maybe, yeah, maybe that must be something. Yeah, but it's, it's yeah. <laughs> 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 I can't say that. <laughs> but um, yeah, so that's that's my superstition. I love a cup of tears right before. Oh dear! Yeah. There's a thing with you and like the Burnley fans, like you love a brew or something like that. Isn't yeah, it? so like when we every away game we'll get to like a game and then I'll. We get there, we go in the change room, I'll me and Barnsley make a cup of tea, and then I just always walk out with a cup of tea, check the pitch. So the, the cameraman jumped cameraman jumped on it and every away game now there's a picture of me like that holding the <laughs> holding the I've That's got brilliant. one here. <laughs> um, yeah, so. What about uh, yeah, what get, about, get a picture of that for Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> what about in the change room, like in terms of uh, you know, like music and stuff? Is there any what, what kind of oh, music the, oh, the, the dressing room, room DJ? Who is the dressing room? I'm DJ. sure a lot of people would be like, it's just like you know, you know, you know, the the Burnley team. It's you know, maybe rock rock music or anything. But is there? It's got to be. It's got to be Blue Moon. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable, Camelody shout. So yeah, what what's the music like in the in the changing room? Uh, there's a bit of everything. Obviously, a lot of house music. Decent. A lot of house music. Some. Hip hop, Dwight McNeil and Brownie, and their little, the younger group are sort of bringing in the the old hip hop and all the all the current music. Whereas, all 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 older boys will just listen to anything. I'm, I I, need, I like to have my house on there. I like I like the house music before the game, and then after the game, there's some classics if we win. Is there? Yeah, oh, classics. What, what was on after the uh, What was on after the Liverpool game? If you remember. Uh, just all the old stuff, the like Is 80s it, yeah. tunes, yeah. It's, Street Caroline. It's, yeah, <laughs> all that. It's the typical old, uh, we're just we're just getting older, sad, really. Sounds really old. <laughs> so, so who is it that controls it? Is there any one specific player who does like you know the, the playlist, or is it just or is it just the dressing room DJ? Yeah, yeah. We've got a we've got a little sure. the old the old school iPods. We've got one of them. So that's, have you? 
Yeah. Brilliant. That's I think, brilliant. I think the nutritionist has, has got an account on Spotify, so we just, whenever we get a song, we just add it to that Spotify playlist. It's it's a group effort, but I think Brown is starting to take over now. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Sound, that sounds brilliant. But, um, so yeah, we're speaking about, uh, you know, we're speaking about like music and stuff. So I was thinking, if you got stuck on a desert island, you know, what, what, and you could listen to one song, this is a bit of a random question, but I just thought of it in my head, but what, What's what, what? Oh, like what one song would you, you know, listen just before a game to hype you up? Is there like one specific, you know, tune that you'd be listening to? Uh, Maybe an the album. Rocky theme, the Rocky theme tune. The one at the minute is the uh, Tiesto song. Is it The Business? That's the uh, one. I don't think I've heard I'm, I'm not familiar. No, That's I don't That's the one we listen to at the minute. You'll, oh, you'll right. hear oh, it. Hugh, you're the music guy. Come on. <laughs> Have you heard that before? Have you heard of it before, Q? No. All right, we'll make sure we give it a listen. After yeah, the- give it a listen. You're you'll, you'll like, oh, the, yeah, we'll I think it's it. the Medusa one as well, Paradise with is it Tom Kennedy. Oh, all right, okay. That's a, that's a good one. That's a good one. Decent. What about what about films? You got, any, you got any favourite films that, that you like? Is there any... I'm not sure how much time you get to watch films these days, but, you know, uh, any films that stand out? Because, you know, like, like all the, you know, the music, there's loads of classics, isn't there? So. Or yeah, I think Sean... Sure. Well, what did you say, Sam? Yeah, sure. Shank's sure probably the... Shawshank's probably one of my favourites. Oh, Shawshank's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, my mum always, always well. goes on about that. I've never seen it. My mum always goes on about Never seen it. Never. I've never seen it. You need to watch it, honestly. I remember Sh- watching it. Huge. Like, Huge. Mind, it's called the Shawshank so Redemption. Never yeah, heard. It's amazing. It's, it's so it, good. Is it, a pri- is it a prison film, if I'm correct? Yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. He gets put in yeah, prison yeah. for like killing his wife, and then he has to get out and stuff. But I know, I know we said we weren't going to talk about football again, but one thing that's just crossed my mind I forgot to ask. Who is the quickest player that you've played with? It's got to be Adama. No, with. Oh, wait. Did you play with Adama Villa? He was with Adama. Yeah. 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 You've just done it. I forgot forgot about him as well. He's he's just an absolute joke, isn't he? Yeah. I don't know how he does it. He's just a freak. Is he probably probably the strongest as well, then? Yeah. You can't. Yeah. Uh, Tarks is strong, though. Tarks is, is a big lad. I bet, um, you'll, yeah. I bet you'll, all the Burnley lads will be strong. They'll be. Is, um, is Nick Pope actually six foot seven? Uh, <laughs> yeah, because he, ne- he never he can he can never get jeans to fit him. They're always halfway up his leg. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of fashion, is there any? Is there any? You know, is there any Burnley? Yeah, him. <laughs> oh, is it Nick Pope? Yeah. Oh, he just, yeah. He just seems like a brilliant. Yeah, I've seen I've seen a video of him on Soccer M. I remember his uh, his outfit was uh, was interesting. But yeah, he's a great um, guy. Some keeper as well. But yeah, he's, he's been brilliant. He's he'll definitely be in. Um, Got his first England call up, didn't he? Yeah, he's yeah. He'll definitely, he'll definitely be. He'll definitely wasn't be. he in the running for the Golden Glove last year as well? He came yeah. second behind Edison. <laughs> yeah, he had to get that one in. Anything to bring? bring <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go, in go, go, go away, Cam. Go. He's getting, <laughs> he getting it this year as well. Yeah. Joe Hart. But um, speaking of speaking of uh, like strength uh, and stuff, uh, I was thinking, you know, the Burnley lads. I can imagine them all, you know, in a in a massive Royal Rumble, right? You know, and we'll, you know what? We'll throw Sean Dice in there as well. And Sean Dice is in a massive Royal Rumble. There's one, you know, free for all. Every man for himself. Who do you think's who do you think's coming out on top in the Burnley squad? Sarks is big. The uh, sports scientist is having himself though. He thinks really. Yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah. There's a there's a few big lads. Barnsey. Barnsey thinks he can handle himself. It'd be a good scrap. I'd be nowhere near it. I was good. I was gonna say where do you think you finish? You think you'd be one of the first out? I'd yeah. be miles off it, yeah. Too small. I get picked up and thrown out. Yeah. 
But um, that's brilliant. The nutritionist is the music man. The the scientist is the is is a big lad. It sounds like you got a, you got a brilliant a brilliant group Thinks of players. Thinks he is. Now. Thinks he yeah. is. <laughs> but um, yeah, nah. Has anyone got any more? Has anyone got any more questions that we'd like to ask? No. Um, no, not really. You know, what, I've got I've got one more question just to finish it off. One of the biggest debates in football. We'll see where you side, Messi or Ronaldo. No, uh, I knew this was coming. Yeah. Uh, it's hard, isn't it? I don't, yeah. think you can, I don't think you can split them. No. Like what Rio Messi, said, just love them. Yeah, Messi's just pure, pure ability. And then Ronaldo's just obviously worked his way to be the super machine. And so I, I think we just look, yeah, we are lucky to lucky to have them both at the same time. Be born in the generation, same time. Yeah, that, I think that's why they made each made the. That's why they're so good because they've had each other to bounce off and compete against. So, yeah, well, I, I can't, yeah. can't split them. Okay, right. I've got I've just sort of one more question. You were talking about Paul Scholes earlier, um, and there's a lot, there's a lot of debate between the three English, you know, midfielders, Scholes, Lampard, and Gerrard. So, could you do, could you do like a ranking from from work? Well, not worse because they're all brilliant, but is there any is there any order that you'd put them in? You know, that you'd like to you know play with or you think's the best? Ah. Uh... Oh, Foden's going to be in this conversation soon. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable, Cam. Bruyne could be up there. He could be. He could be in a few years, yeah, definitely. Gerard's the Gerard's the one. He's the ultimate midfielder. Yeah. He can defend, tackle, scores goals. He literally does everything, can run all day. Yeah. Gerard and then... Scholes was quite... Yeah, they can't do it. They can't. Scholes and Gerard, and then, obviously, Lampard just... Behind, I thought he was a different player though. He was yeah, yeah, he, yeah. He, was, he was more of a you know he's a bit more advanced, wasn't he? So He'd get you more goals, but you wouldn't link the play like the Gerard and Skulls. So yeah, them two, are, them two are phenomenal. Westwood and Skulls partnership or Westwood and Gerard that'd be that be winning many league titles. It'd be I'm nice. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'd be nowhere near it. Big <laughs> right. Westwood getting twenty assists a season. Yeah, <laughs> it'd be brilliant to see. Um, but I think I think we covered everything there. I've really enjoyed this. So. Thank you so much for coming on. We've had a really good time. Uh, speaking no problem, mate. So thank you for taking time out of your, your busy schedule. And um, welcome, we'll get back to you again soon. So uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, we hope you enjoyed, you know, listening to his, you know, Ashley Westwood about his life and, you know, drinking tea before the game, you know, Sean Dice, everything. <laughs> it's been, we covered everything. I think it's been a really good episode. So thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Yeah. Cheers, Josh.